Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome to the Built to Grow podcast. Tim Lyons, your host here, and I'm here with the preacher of positivity, Randy Angston. How are we doing today, buddy? Good day. Good day. Good day. Good day, my friend. (laughs) Quick and dirty. I want to get right to the point. Uh, we got a lot of listeners here, gym owners that run businesses that either need a little bit of help or they're doing great, but they just need a couple of tweaks. And one of the biggest things that I found that has really helped me develop the entire direction of the business is something, and you've heard of it before, called core values. Mm. Okay. And I'm not talking about personal core values. I'm talking about the business's core values. And you know, a lot of businesses don't even have these because it's kind of a little old school. It comes from the old world methodology of, <laughs> of business ownership that our parents were, you know, brought in. And, you know, as as the the new age of the digital nomad and all these, you know, companies kind of popping up and people being um, solopreneurs and things like that, it just, you know, kind of, it's not important to them. So, sure, sure. And I want to kind of change the reasoning behind why, you know, your thought process as to why you should have core values in your business especially uh, when you're first starting out. So so core values is basically, in my opinion, a set of values that helps guide your decision-making process. Absolutely. Okay, so these are things that you and in, in your company believe in and helps you decide on every day things that come up on whether or not you should do something or not. Does that make sense? It does, very much so. Okay, so core values or basically we call it your compass. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when something comes up and we don't know the answer, a lot of times we'll refer back to our core values here at Pulse Fitness and that tells us what we should do. Now, typically it's kind of at this point in the business, it's ingrained in our heads on things, you know, that we should be doing. But, you know, sometimes we got to remind ourselves. And once we have created these core values, we we always circle back to these in our weekly team meetings. We, We talk about one of the core values and what it means to the business. And we, we've come up with 10. 10 of them? Yep. Is, that a, is there a specific reason why you have 10? Or is it just 10 that you as a team came up with? Yeah. Oh, well, 10, there is no real number, but uh, I came up with about seven of these on my own when I first started the company. And then when I brought on team members, we, we allowed them to, as a team, make a decision on other core values that they wanted to bring into the business. I think that's smart. I mean, you, an organization, as far as the people that you've assembled, a team, mm-hmm. is, is a a living, breathing entity. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. that, that can change. And, and as people come and go, I think that some of that can can progress. And as time goes on and things change in the business, you know, maybe do, do you guys revisit your core values? We have changed them over the years, you mm-hmm. know, especially if a new team comes in out and, you know, we've got a new, new people in place and we go over these core values and we'll go over the core values today on this podcast what we use here and, and feel free to use them for yourself or if you want to you know adjust them or take just a couple and, and run with it that's cool with me but as team members come in and out well we'll revisit these and we talk about these the day they, they come on board that's one of our onboarding procedures is when we go through our, our employee handbook it's in the core the core values in the employee handbook they get to know these core values 
early, early on in the business because it really sets the tone for that employee. Uh, I can vouch. I remember yep. that I have that handbook somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yep, it's in there. So yeah, well, yeah. So I just want to talk. I've got them here on the wall in the podcast room. So number one that we have, and it's, it's number one for a reason, is trust in teamwork. Okay, the way our model's set up here is that we're a team. We're so much of a team here that we won't hire somebody unless they meet with everybody on our team first, which, you know, in a big, big business, you probably couldn't do. Sure. But because we work so tightly with each other on the floor, in the, in the, you know, in the operations that we want to make sure it's a, that person's a good fit. So trusting in teamwork. Now, it also goes in with our business model. Every client can train with any coach. Mm-hmm. So because we're a team here, no one client belongs to one coach, we can not switch or, or do any like that, that kind of thing. But if somebody wants to come in at, uh, at 3 p.m. and it's a different coach, well, absolutely, they can come train because we're a team. Yeah, right? I think it creates um, a, a word that comes to mind is synergy. Yeah. It's, it's not, you know, there's not two, di- there might be different personality types or different, they might bring different qualities to the table, but they work together in a uniform fashion almost uh, seamless. Exactly. All right. And so number two, the core value here at Pulse Fitness is be appreciative and humble. Humility, big one. Interesting, right? Reason this one's on the board is because there's a lot of people out there that don't have a job. Sure. They're not working. They're struggling in life. We should be appreciative that we have the opportunity to do what we love and we get to help people along the way. And we're not above anybody else. We're, we're humble in the fact that we were, you know, educated. We understand the, the body and all these things that we, you know, that our clients don't understand. We're not going to throw it in their face. We're, we're humble about it. We teach them about the human movement and all these things when it comes to training. Uh, and that's why it's one of the core values. I think that's really important in fitness too, because as you look at the industry as a whole, mm-hmm. there is a lot of ego-driven point. individuals, point. you know, in, in the fitness industry. And when it comes to servicing other people and, and serving, humility is, in, is crucial. And being able to look at somebody eye to eye as opposed to, even if you have the, a, a larger understanding or a deeper you know, uh, set of knowledge, yep. you, have, you have to be able to present that in a, in a, a, unif- in a eye to eye, easy to understand kind of conversation yep. and not belittle, even unintentionally, but not speak down to somebody. You have to understand Speak at their level if you can, if yeah. you may. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, number three core value here at Pulse Fitness is do whatever it takes. That's broad on purpose, okay? So do whatever it takes. If that means staying late to help a client, if that means uh, it's dark outside and walking somebody to their car, if that means uh, running to the store in between sessions because something, you know, hell, we might need toilet paper, whatever bananas. it is. Bananas, toilet paper, whatever. <laughs> Do whatever it takes to get the job done. It's not your job or his job or her job. It's just the job. And do whatever it takes is broad, but it's uh, it's, it's part of our culture here. Sure. Right? It, I can attest to how that spills over into the profit side. You know, we each have our responsibilities and our roles. There are times where, you know, one of us gets tied up in a task and something else needs to get done. Somebody else jumps in. You and just helps. jump in and you do it. Yep. And it's never, you know, none of us look at things like we're below, you know, above or below or there's no difference of responsibility. It, there, it needs to be done. If we can help, we're going to help. And yep. um, you know, quite often we even just open up ourselves to have that conversation. If I have free time, everybody else gets that time. Yep. Or the, you know, they get first rights to that time. So sure, awesome. So uh, number four core value here at uh, Pulse Fitness is delight the client. 
Delight. I like that. Delight. D-E with a capital Capital L. L. Delight the client. Well, to be honest with you, without our clients, we've got just a big room full of equipment and nothing to do. So making sure that the clients are delighted, they like being here, doing whatever it takes to make them delighted. If that means knowing, obviously their name, but knowing what shake that they're going to have and having that ready for them post-workout. All those little things. Sure. So client expectation. We're client focused. This is a client centric business. It's service based, service oriented business. You got to have clients to stay in business. So you better keep them delighted. I can absolutely, and you better de nice. One thing I I can absolutely attest to it here at Pulse Mm -hmm. is the culture and the ability to over deliver. It's a consistent thread. I mean, when I first came on board and, and first became part of the processes of the front desk and running the onboarding organization and moving people through the knowledge or knowing who everybody was, Mm -hmm. where they are in the process, what uh, specific things individuals like. It's, it's so ingrained in every bit of this organization. It's a, it, it, you can't miss it. Yep. Yep. It is it is an expectation of everybody on the team. Yeah, awesome. It's drilled into their heads, right? But it's in a good way. In a, in a great way. Yeah, yeah. In a great way. It, it creates a welcoming, almost like a family like atmosphere. Is there's genuineness to it? It's mm-hmm. not something that does. It, it's not forced, and you could tell. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's the point, right? Yeah. It's not forced. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group. And let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, we'll keep moving through these. Uh, Number five is do the right thing. Again, a broad one. And what does that mean for everybody? It could mean something different for for everybody. But doing the right thing, i give you a great example. This this happened early in our business. Uh, We had a client. Okay, she came in. I was was closing up for the day. I think it was on a Friday afternoon. And I was just kind of easing out for the day and there was nobody else there. And she comes walking in in tears. She's like, well, no. not, she was crying, but she was upset, like more mad. And, and I could tell, and she was, she was with us for a few years. Okay. So maybe third year in business. So she was with us for two of those three years in business and pretty familiar face. Yeah. You knew something was up. I, yeah. It was up. And I hadn't seen her in a while and she comes back and I knew she was still a client and she was out on vacation or whatever. She'd been gone. I think she was something with the fan. I don't know what she was gone for like over a month. And she put her account on freeze. The way she did it was she told one of our coaches that she was leaving town. She, they just finished their training session and she wasn't going to be around and needed to put her account on freeze. We allow that to happen here uh, three months out of every year. Somebody can put their account on freeze for other reasons. They go on vacation or they're just here part-time or whatever. And we didn't put her on freeze. Okay. Mm. We, we screwed up. And we have a policy in place where they have to sign the, the thing and they have to tell us when they're gone, when they're coming back. So we have some record documentation. Sure. Okay. But that was never done. Okay. And that's why mm. it was missed. The, the coach was busy. She told the coach. The coach didn't tell me and it got missed. Okay. So she, her account was getting billed while she was on vacation or she on freeze. And it should have been. And it and ended up overdrawing her account. Ah. And she got 
what are those called? Overdraft, Overdraft fees. fees. And mm-hmm. she had some fees and her credit card got locked up and she couldn't use it over the, or her bank account got locked. She couldn't use it while she was on vacation and she was upset and she was ready to like quit and tell sure. me, tell oh, me. Oh yeah, she was upset. Me, tell, me, tell you she, where to go. Yeah, tell me where to go. <laughs> and I got to the bottom of it and understood that it was, you know, it was a mistake. Sure. And I could have said, hey, Mrs. Client, you know, you didn't sign the waiver. I don't have anything here. You know, mm-hmm. it's not on us. It's on you. And doing the right thing, that wasn't the right thing. She had told the coach, and I didn't check with the coach while she was there. I had to make a decision. I'm sure she told him. I'm sure he forgot. Sure. I, I know for sure there wasn't any paperwork because I would have had that. And uh, I decided, you know what? No problem. I gave her a full refund. Uh, I gave her a check because it was late on Friday. She had to go get that check cash and use the money or whatever. Refunded her overdraft fees and anything that came out of her bank, and that wasn't any money that it's not your your responsibility. No, no it's above but, and beyond. Yeah. In other words, sure. And, and and she left relieved. Everything was okay. She got all of her money and she got the overdraft fees, and she could go on with her life. And you know, if I didn't do that, first off, I was not being like I was being held hostage by a Yelp review that was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Just as something that I thought was the right thing to do, and that's what I did. And she stayed on as a client for several years after that. And that just goes to our core values of doing the right thing. I didn't have to do it, absolutely, but I just felt like that was the right thing to do. I think um, going into speaking to the core values in the first place does it help you make more difficult decisions? Do you, do you tend to lean back on all, all of them as a whole when it comes time to making? you know, the harsh decisions like that yeah, yeah. is the, the, the right time. thing to do for the client, not necessarily always the needs of the business. It's usually the right thing for the client. It's mm-hmm. usually how we make the decision. And sometimes it's the worst thing for the business. But, you know, again, in this day and age, you, that word travels fast. You're a small business. You can't screw people over or else you're going to be out of business here real quick. Yeah. And, and is it the worst thing for the business if that client, you, you probably earned a longer stay, if you I may. Did. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like that client, um, they're they're bought in again. They believe in yes in in the organization as a whole, not just hey, I'm showing up for training. Yeah, you know, I just, it wasn't yeah. just that single session that yeah. or that, that month. Yeah, I went a long way. It goes exactly, and so a long way. You know, the it might not be the immediate needs of the business, but sure. the long term benefit was Ab- way outweighed. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Next core value: be a professional. Mm. This is uh, important to me. Unfortunately, in fitness, yeah, uh, fitness has a bad reputation about it being unprofessional. The way we dress, the way we act, the language we use. Cleanliness. Cleanliness. You know, just there's a lot of bad it, it, contracts and getting burned. There's a lot of things that has tarnished for, from our forefathers going into. <laughs> so a lot of clients are tarnished. In fact, if you go look in Google images and you type in the word personal trainer and look at the images, you'll get a real good example of what the, of the uh, perception of what a personal trainer is. Tank top, clipboard, and that's just not us. Sure. Okay? So being a professional goes through the entire organization from how we dress, when we show up, how we speak to our clients, how we train. The facility itself is, is all professional. It's always, you know, a step above anything else they're ever going to see. Uh, and, and we're, you know, we have a dress code here. We've got, you know, we wear pants. We don't wear shorts. It's just, you know, it's a level of professionalism. It's a level of professional. Sure. And when you're charging, you know, some of client lifetime value could be six thousand dollars here. You know, we're, we we better be professional. 
And if we want to be on the same level as uh, any other professional physical therapist, chiropractor, doctor, whatever it is, you got to be play at that level. Sure. Or else, you know. You got to fit the role. You got to dress the part. Yep. We've got to change. Yeah. So we change our perception so we don't show up late. All those, all the little things, this isn't our core values and it's just, it's really important to me. That was definitely one of the ones that I put on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it uh, you know it's gone through the organization, and I think I don't think anybody out there could tell us that we're unprofessional here. I would completely agree. Yep. Uh, the next one, and we talked about this on another podcast: continuously learn and always evolve. Okay, here we go. Right, we just talked about this on the prior episode. If you're not learning and continually to like understand the research and what the best way to train your clients are, what the best nutrition approach is, then we're no better than YouTube right? The client can go on YouTube and get the information. We have to always continuously stay ahead of the curve, right? What's the new science? You know, what is the new technique? How should we training clients? How, you know, what's the rest times, muscle therapy, all those things that go into training a client, we're always evolving. Absolutely. Yeah. Crucial. And like we said, you can be, you can today, what we, how we train our clients today is, is what we know is the best way to train our clients. Correct. 10 years from now, we may look back, if some new research comes out and we look back and say, hey, man, that was kind of <laughs> some wacky stuff we were doing 10 years ago. Now we're doing it this way. Sure. But that hasn't come yet. That's in the future, right? Uh, that's any industry. That's any, you know, anything that's science-based is going to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's going to be changes over time. And, and as long as, like you said, you stay ahead of the curve and you stay eager to bring that latest and greatest, tech, not, I don't want to say technology necessarily, but information, information. pass it along to your, it, and bring it into your training model. Yep. Perfect. And, yeah, absolutely. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. All right. Next core value, be a leader. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Be a leader. I, I want leaders on the team, not just doers. I think, I mean, not too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing, but everybody should be able to lead at least at their level. Talk about the training session itself to the coaches. They have to lead the session. Mm-hmm. They're the expert. They're the professional. They have the authority in the training session. If you let your clients dictate how you're going to train them, what are we doing here? To take that one step further, as a business owner, who's running your business? Yeah, you, you know, quite often people make a decision based on, oh, it's just it's convenient for people. Mm-hmm. Is it is it the business that you're in? Are you making a decision that's right? Let's say you bring in something that's not uh, like we talked about before. Number of different questions that you ask about bringing in a new a, profit, a new center. profit center yeah. or something like that. It has to make sense for the business and the needs of the business. So just because somebody pitched you an idea and it so, sounded great does not mean you should do it. You should do it. So I think that you know leadership in each of those roles. Yeah, be a leader. Yeah, being a leader. So that's that's one of our core values. Another one is bring your best every day. Now that's probably the hardest one that we have to to follow because 
Shit happens, right? Yep. Death in the family, had a bad day, didn't sleep well last night, had a baby crying all night or whatever it is, but we make it a point to save the drama for your mama. Yeah. Leave it outside <laughs> leave the, it door. At the door. When you walk yeah. in, when you, walk in you, you know what I mean? You're, you're bringing your best today. And that goes across the board again. You know, there were some of our coaches do an amazing job. It just, they come in at 445 in the morning, they're opening the gym up and they're like on fire. Yeah. They're coming in on fire and our clients love it especially that first session of the morning. Well, the first and the last, right? You have to make every, every I know something that you take pride in is, is a client expectation or a client experience. Mm-hmm. Every training session should have, it should absolutely be at the same level. Yes. And if you're, if you're not consistently bringing that same level of expect of experience, excuse experience, me, customer experience, there's not a scale. It's not a genuine model. You know what I mean? Each of those experiences is going to be different and every client is going to have their own, experience and it's it's not going to be uniform it's not going to be the standard of the business yes and yes. that can't be something that operate you can't have that in your operation in your operation it, it just can't because i don't know if we spoke to it yet but i know it's something that you believe in is as a business owner and as a business you have to dictate the client experience it yes. can't sway yeah based on the mood of somebody based on who they're working with based on mm-hmm. the level of knowledge of that trainer all it has to be uniform we could talk about this for a second. I mean, what, what, what Randy's talking about here is having a system in place to where every client gets the same experience, no matter who, what coach they're with, what time of day they're coming in, what day of the week it is, uh, the music's similar, the training session itself is similar, the, the energy of the coach is similar. Now you bring up the energy and down dur- during d- different times of the sessions and things like that, but it doesn't matter what coach they train with, and that's how you control the experience. If you have 10 trainers and they're all doing 10 different things. And this guy's doing CrossFit stuff over here. And this guy's doing functional training. This one's doing one-on-one training. This one's doing metabolic training. I mean, just, it's a mess. Absolutely. And I learned that the hard way in the early beginning of the business when we had a bunch of independent Independent, trainers and they were all doing that. We had small group over here, a one-on-one, a bodybuilder here and a CrossFit guy over here. It was just a mess. And it's going to confuse the individuals that are in there at the same time. Yeah. Why, especially if it, you know, if you ran your current organization anywhere near that fashion. Yep. You know, why is that person doing this when I'm over here doing that? How come it's almost like competing the gra- against each or, or other. the grass is greener type thing right oh it looks like way more fun than what i'm doing how come i'm doing this over here <laughs> yeah. dying when yeah. that person's over here with this laughing giggling you know so if you're a gym owner you have independent trainers you should probably take a hard look at that uh, as your model in seeing what the customer experience is because you own the business you own the equipment you may own the building but you're you're, you're you have the risk of money and the business and everything operating you have to control the experience for the client. If it's in that fashion where everybody's doing their own thing, that might be the first thing that I change. Absolutely. Which is a big change. You have a bunch of different people to deal with and it's a complete different system. Uh, we can help you with that. That's something that we do very, very well. Uh, if you're interested in, in taking having us take a look at your model, you should, you should uh, book a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. We can just chat about it and see if it's uh, something you want to make some changes with. Because I can tell you, it's a big change and it makes a big difference when you do it. Oh, yeah. I remember that transition. And I remember, we, I know we've, we've spoken about this endlessly. It's a big belief in our, I guess it's our, one of our beliefs when it comes to the, the models and potential for a business. And it's something that we teach consistently. Yep, absolutely. Sure. Last core value, and then we'll get going here. Number 10, be awesome. Okay, this is, came from one of our coaches. 
years ago. Be awesome is again very broad. What does that mean? Uh, you know, it could be it could be just having a great day. It could be high fiving somebody. Be giving that client a hug that needs it. It's just being awesome and having a great time at what you do. And oh, actually, there's one more, but yeah, there is one more. I'm going to add this one because this other one is pretty important too. Being awesome can be just about anything. Just bring it. Bring there you go. Bring it. Last one, extra bonus one here for you. Have fun and a sense of humor. Oh. See, we're don't over take, here. Don't take life too seriously. We're over here being professional, be on time, bring your best, did, 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 but also have fun. What we do, because what we do is fun. Absolutely. Being in the gym is a blast. I live in the gym. You got 99 problems, but getting to the gym six to seven days a week is not a problem. Not a problem. Right? Have a good time. So we have good time in here. We play jokes on each other. We're laughing. We're having fun with the clients. And that, that goes a long way. It's about making that, that one hour that you're with that client the best hour of their day. Yeah, absolutely. There you I mean, go. The the faces I see here, I I mean, I've been I've been around this gym for probably ten, almost ten years. Yeah, and there are Still a here, lot man. of these faces that you know I have become friends. There, you right. know, I've run into and had dinner with and had drinks with, and yep. there it it it's a culture, it's a family, it develops, it's developed over time. It's community. It's it, absolutely, but it wouldn't be that way if. This was a burden to do every day. Yeah. Those absolutely. people wouldn't, you know, none of your clients look at this like it's a, a burden. You know what I mean? I can absolutely attest to that. Yep. They love being here. And that's, and that's great. So when you have core values, that's the kind of fun stuff that you can do. And that's the things that you're going to start to realize happen for your business. Okay. If you don't have core values, something, re-listen to these. I'll, I'll just name them right here on the wall. Trust and teamwork. Be appreciative and humble. Do whatever it takes. Delight the client. Do the right thing, be a professional, continuously learn and evolve, be a leader, bring your best every day, have fun and a sense of humor, and be awesome. Boom. And this is something that you can do as an organization. It's, it's not difficult. Nope. Have a team meeting, have some fun with this, allow everybody to contribute. It's a great team building exercise. Yep. And then you can turn around and you can make, this is, it becomes who you are, what yeah. you guys are known as, and it should be fun. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, jump on that as, a, as an exercise in your next team meeting. Until then, make it a great day, guys. We'll see you. Bye. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Build to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, I'd love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. See, this lets the platform know that I'm doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge, huge help and I would be very grateful. Until next time, keep building something great and we'll see you on the next show.